no, she's not here yet. We took separate cars because you need my help with the Christmas gifts. Okay, Mom, I have to go. Yes, I'll tell her about it. She will be happy. Mom. 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 Okay. I, I love you, too. I'll call you when I'm heading over tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm staying at Amber's place tonight. Mom, you'll be fine by yourself for one night. I don't know what time we'll be over to there tomorrow yet. Yes, Amber and I will talk about it, and I will let you know. Now, can I go, Mom? Okay. Okay, bye, Mom. Russ circles the table a few times as if he is a director, a film director, checking his shot. All right. Everything looks good. We are ready. Yes, we are ready to go. Yes, indeed. We are ready. I need to stop saying that. Bill's, uh, Bill, Russ's best friend, enters dressed as a oversized Santa with a huge beard in his hands, not wearing his Santa hat, and a loud homemade scarf around his face, kind of like the kid from A Christmas Story. Russ! Russ! Russ? Yes? Ooh! Oh. You're wearing your Axe body spray? Of course! You got enough on? I have an adequate amount on. Adequate for whom? A hipster? And why are you wearing body spray? I want to smell good for my buddy's big night. Oh, you smell like a junior prom. Russ. And what are you doing? What do you mean? You asked me here tonight. I mean, what are you doing in here? Uh, you lost me. What are you doing in here right now? You're supposed to be out there. No, it's cold out there. Of course it's cold out there. It's December in New England. And where's your beard? And why is it in your hands and not on your face? Well, the beard is itchy, and so is the scarf. It's keeping me warm and comfortable. That scarf is absolutely ugly. Take that ridiculous thing off. Ridiculous? Yes, the scarf is kind of ridiculous. My niece made me the scarf. My cousin made me a painting of macaroni and cheese at summer camp. What's your point? My niece made me this so it can keep me warm without it. My face is going to freeze out there. Put your hat on. That will keep you warm. Uh, I, also may, I also won't be able to see anything. What do you mean? What do I mean? This hat is too oversized. Would you get this big heads are us? Bill. This hat comes over my eyes and the likelihood of me seeing anything or anyone is diminished by almost half. It's all mathematics. And how did you do with math in school? Oh, sure. Bring up the fact that I failed twice. But all I say is correct, and you know it. Bill. Uh, that's not the point. You're right. That's not the point. The point is that I need Santa Claus to come through that door. Santa Claus, not Bill, the pain-in-the-ass friend who won't wear his hat because it's too big to wear or wear his beard because it's too itchy. I need Santa Claus, the merry old soul who can bring joy and glad tidings to everyone he comes in contact with. I need that guy. 
The reason I need that guy is because what I'm doing here is very important. It is very important to me and very important to my best friend who is the pain in the ass complaining about the hat being too big and the beard being too itchy, remember? Listen, I need my best friend of almost 20 years to be Santa Claus with little to no complaining or arguing about his comfort or visibility level because he's always there for me. And if I were in his shoes, I would be there for him. And once more, you know it. Fine. But just for the record, I won this fight. If it makes you feel better, fine. Bill takes off the scarf and begins to put his beard and hat on. Now, you know what you have to do. Oh my God! How many times am I going to have to go over this? This is important. Do you know what you have to do? You wrote it down for me. Okay, then tell me what you have to do. Bill thinks for a second and then goes into his pocket and retrieves a note. When I hear the sorry. When I hear the cue, I am to enter the restaurant in a giant leap and say, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And then come over to you and say, my, my, what a beautiful girl you have over here. She deserves something nice for Christmas, just like you asked for. And I reach into my sack and give you the gift and then step back and watch the magic happen. Right. Magic happen? It's going to. Did you have to write that down? Anyway, what's the cue? Russ, I know the cue. Then what is it? It's not written down. I told you the cue, so you have to remember the cue. I remember the cue. Then what is it? It's when you get punched in the face by a disgruntled Santa Claus. Bill. When you say, I have the perfect gift for you, I am to enter, Jovely, we've been over this so many times. Not only do you, did you write this short little note, but you also wrote a script. You gave me said script, and I read said script. I am, have I learned said script? Yes, I had learned and I've rehearsed with my said script. We were workshopped the script and I run through it for four days. I've been in school plays that rehearsed that much. The only thing we didn't do is a tech rehearsal for this script to make sure the lines, the lights, and the sounds were in the right place. Say, I have an idea. Oh, no. I know you don't. I know when I'm usually really, really reliable. I'm reliable, but I swear to you, I know what I'm doing. You can trust me. I know when I'm supposed to enter. I know what I have to say, and I know when to give her the gift. I promise you, on the grave of my grandmother, this is going to be great, and I have an amazing night. You won't forget. Please, I will not forget my lines, okay? Okay. Let's hear the line one more time. Russ? Just once more. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Bill. <sighs> ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Perfect. Perfect. This is going to be perfect. Just perfect, my friend. Now, do you have it? What? 
Do you have it? Do I have it? The gift. The gift? Yes, the gift. The box, you dummy. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I do. Let me see it. Russ? Let me see it. Bill takes out a small ring box. Russ takes it and looks at it and sees the engagement ring. He is very happy as Bill tries to take it back and put it back in his bag. Bill? Yeah? Why are there other boxes in your bag? What? I heard my box hitting other boxes. Do you have other boxes in your bag? Yeah, uh, one or two. How many other boxes are in your bag? At least a few, like one or two. Why? It's to be in character. Okay, uh, wait, what? To be in character. Are you Daniel Day-Lewis now? You think the real Santa only would have one ring box in his bag? He's got to have a few of them to deliver to other needy, about-to-be-engaged people. It's part of the illusion and the magic. It allows the magic to happen. Just to get into character? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Here's our server for the night. Bill, this is, um... I didn't catch your name. Of course you haven't. You've only been here for ten minutes. I mean... I'm Jillian. Very lovely to meet you, Jillian. May you look absolutely stunning. Okay. An image of beauty and majesty all in one. Yeah, okay, we're done here. I need you to go outside and wait for the queue. Okay, but remind me what the queue is again. Go. Uh-huh. Arrivederci, my darling. Go. Going, going. Bill makes a dramatic bow and then exits. Why is that man dressed like Santa Claus? I didn't mention that as part of the plan. <laughs> you walked in here 10 minutes ago, looked at this table, and said, this is where the magic will happen. You told me your name is Russ, and that is all I know about the plan. Oh, okay. Well, I I'm sorry for assuming. It's okay. <laughs> I'm the only waitstaff on tonight, and Christmas Eve is a pretty dead night here. So I am willing to help you with whatever you're doing, since I have very little else to do. Really? I forgot to bring my book. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you. I am going to need some help with this. This is important. So what's this plan? So I'm going to ask my girlfriend to marry me tonight. Wait. What? Well, I'm going to ask my girlfriend to marry me tonight, and... You're going to ask your girlfriend to marry you tonight? Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. Okay, so we are going to sit right here. Wait. How long have the two of you been dating? Uh, about two years. So we're going to be sitting here. You've been together for only two years, and you're already asking your girlfriend to marry you? Yeah, and so we will be sitting here and at the precise moment. And you're going to ask her right here? Yes, right here, this table right here. So at the precise moment, um, Jillian? 
I can't even get my man to read me the paper, much less propose to me. He won't even read a love poem to me because he thinks it will make him less of a man. He had to punch a wall after he cried when his grandmother died just to feel like a man again. He'll never propose. Well, how long have you been with him? Eight years. Well, maybe he's just not ready? <laughs> anyway, Jillian, can you do this? I need you to help me. This is very important. This is the rest of my life. Are you here? Of course, I will help. I am a professional. A professional what? I will make sure that no one disturbs this moment. This is where the magic happens. Yes, yes, that's perfect. Thank you. All right, so at the precise moment, I will say a signal and Santa Claus out there will come in and give my girlfriend the ring. Can I see the ring? Oh, Bill just took it outside. You can see it when I give it to my girlfriend. <laughs> can I try it on? What? Can I try it on? Why? I never worn an engagement ring before. No, you cannot try it on. Okay. Anyway, make sure the chef makes something amazing for us tonight. Roger that. I will have the cook prepare, prepare something very magical. Nothing too expensive, please. There's no price tag on magic. But there is a price tag on my credit card. I just saw her! She's, she's down at the end of the street! Awesome! Get ready, please. What do, what do I do about the homeless man? What? There is a homeless man out here. He keeps smelling me. Deal with it. Oh. <sighs> okay. I'm ready. I'm ready, right? I'm ready. Here it goes. Russ's phone goes off. Oh, God, no. I'm not going to answer it. Amber is almost here. I can call mom back later. I am not going to answer it. I am not going to answer it. Phone continues to ring. God damn. Hello? No, Mom, she's just arriving now. No, Mom, the TV works fine. I checked it two days ago. Did you try hitting the power button? Yes, the big red button. Yes, I really am quite something. Mom, I have to go now. Okay, bye. 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 Oh. Hey, honey. Mom's calling already? Oh, you know how she is. Yes, I do. I do indeed know how she is. I know how you are, too. Well, let's not talk about that. Please, come have a seat. Russ shows Amber to her seat, pulls, it out, pulls out the chair for her, and they sit down across from each other. You know what I thought I saw? What's that? Snow. Snowflakes falling from the sky. I really hope it snows tonight. Why's that? For Christmas. What? All the pictures and movies that are done about Christmas show snow covering the ground. White as far as the eye can see. It would be nice if just once only in my life that real life could look like the movies. 
Even though we live in New England, it never seems to snow on Christmas. It surely snows afterwards for two months straight. But it's real life. It's not the movies. Doesn't matter. Once in a while, they do look similar. It would be romantic. Exactly. Jillian enters with a flourish as Russ puts his head in his hands. Hello. Welcome to Amour, the only restaurant that promises love, at least for a few minutes of it. Not only that, but the only restaurant open around here on Christmas Eve. I will be your server. I'm Jillian. And what are your names? Uh, I'm Russ, and this is my girlfriend, Amber. You look so beautiful and happy. Oh, no. Um, thanks. Jillian just stares at them for a second until it gets really awkward. Could we maybe get some refreshments? Hmm? Refreshment drinks. Oh, oh, uh, yes. Can I get you anything to drink? Honey, let's get some champagne. Oh, no, we don't have to. No, that would be lovely. You usually don't like champagne. I just think it would be nice. Why? Champagne, please. Why not? Champagne. <sighs> that is so sweet and perfect. I concur with your decision. Great. Thank you. Okay. She must really love champagne, I guess. I guess so. So how was your day? Oh, it was fine. Uh, although Jen found out that one of our clients took a bribe and now our jobs might be on the line. Russ's phone rings again. He looks down and motions. Sorry. It's okay, honey. Hi, Mom. Yes, she's here. She got here safely. Yes, she said hi, too. Hi. No, no, I don't know what time will be over. We've been over this already. I'm staying at her place, and we will be over in the afternoon. Maybe around one. You just said you didn't know what time. Yes, okay, that's fine. Gotta go. Bye, Mom. Oof. Sorry about that, honey. I don't know why you do that. What? You said you didn't know what time we were going to be over there, and then a second later, you said around one. Yeah? Just say, I'll let you know when I'm coming over. Oh, you know, Mom. She likes to know the exact time. She likes to know the exact minute. I'm just trying to make sure she's okay. She's perfectly capable of being by herself and taking care of herself. Amber, we've talked about this before. You know how she needs me. She really doesn't. Look, ever since Dad died, she's been a mess, and I've, been, I've had to help her out, hence why she needs me. But you need your independence. At Mom's expense? Jillian enters with a champagne and bucket. We can talk about it later, okay? Jillian opens the bottle and pours them both glasses. Russ motions to have them clink their glasses together. They do so. As they are about to drink out of them, they realize that Jillian is staring at them happily. Uh, they look at her, and it gets really awkward. Um, 
Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Don't mind me. Can I watch you drink your champagne together? I would really rather you not. Oh, well, fine. I'll just have to imagine it on my own. Jillian exits as they raise their glasses again. Anyway, to us. To us. They kiss and drink. You want to open your presents tonight like usual? Well, I think we should talk before we get to the presents, so maybe tomorrow? Oh, well, of course. But I do have the perfect gift for you. Let's wait until later. We can have dinner and then go back to the apartment and open them there. Bill enters with a gallop. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! My, my, what a beautiful girl you have over here. She deserves something nice for Christmas, just like you asked for. Huh? He's smiling but notices that Amber is a little annoyed, so Russ changes his mind. Oh, Santa, you're a little early. You haven't delivered all your gifts yet. What? Why don't you give the other boys and girls their gifts and come back to us later? But you gave me the cue. Santa's going to come back later. <laughs> okay, no, okay. Back later. The things I do for you. Ho, ho, ho. I shall return. Russ goes back to sit down. Santa seems a little lost. Uh, I guess he's a little cold, huh? Russ, can we talk about something? Jillian enters with Mr. and Mrs. Steinman, an old, confused couple. Sir, I am sorry. They came in and no other place is open. Is it okay if they sit here? Are there no other chairs in any other section open? We usually don't get anyone, so we only have these chairs and tables ready. Well... Uh... Look, I know tonight is important, but I also have to pay my rent. Okay, then. Yeah, it's fine. We all need to make a living. Right over here, sir. They come over and sit down, and they look as Jillian gives them their menus. Oh, no. What? That's Mr. and Mrs. Steinman. They lived next door to us. They called me Little Rusty. Ugh. You see, Hillary, I, I told you most places were closed tonight. At least there could be a pizza place open. Oh, this place looks pricey, but, but nice. Well, I don't know if they have pizza. Well, they must. Well, he here's the menu, honey. Now, now, now where are my glasses? Do, do you have my glasses, honey? They're on the top of his head. I, I don't have your glasses. I, I don't see pizza on the menu. Well, enough with the pizza. I need my glasses. Now, where are my glasses? Sir, I think they are on top of your head. A what? 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 I can't hear you. Y'all have to speak louder. I'm an old man. I have excessive earwax. He had some ear surgery and he has a lot of earwax, so you need to speak up. You need us to speak up too? Your glasses. They are on top of your head. Ben finally noticed them. Oh, here they are. If they were a snake, they would have bit me. Julian <laughs> enters while Russ tries to get back to his romantic stance to talk with Amber and is getting physically annoyed during the next exchange. 
Can I get you something to drink? Do you have pizza? Pizza? Uh, yeah, a pizza. It, it's made with dough and you cook it into a hard crust and then people eat it. it, it yes, I know what pizza is. We don't have pizza. Uh, ben, I wanted pizza. She wanted pizza. We don't have pizza. It's not on the menu? One large pizza I think is good. Sir, if it's not on the menu. <laughs> I, I just wanted pizza. Uh, one large pizza and two Diet Cokes, please. <laughs> Sir. Russ runs up to Jillian. Just give them the damn pizza. You have chefs back there. Get them to make, make them a pizza. But it's not on the menu. Russ takes out cash and hands it to Jillian. It is now. Jillian exits with a huff. Ben finally puts his glasses on and says, Russ. Rusty! Oh, no. He saw me. Oh, little Rusty! Oh, God. Hillary, Hillary, it's little Rusty from next door. Oh, my God! He's all grown up, our little Rusty! Oh, uh, hello! How are you, Mr. and Mrs. Steinman? Oh, little Rusty, fancy meeting you here. Well, I'm here with my girlfriend. This is Amber. And we are here for a quiet, romantic dinner. Oh, what a lovely young lady. Such a beautiful young lady. Have you seen this young lady? Oh, uh -huh. be careful with this one. He's a troublemaker. Oh, was he? When he was eight, he used to put his underwear on top of his head and say, I'm Poop Man. Really? Oh, yeah, he used to pee in our pool until he was 13. Russ covers his eyes in embarrassment while continually looking at his watch. No, no Ben, it was until he was 14, remember? Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, God. So, well, what are you doing here on Christmas Eve? Well, as I already said, we are here for a romantic dinner. Are you here for a nice dinner, just the two of you? Yes, yes, a nice dinner. We wanted to have a quiet, romantic, and alone dinner together. Just the two of us and no other distractions. Aw, that's a nice gift for her. Well, I have another gift for her that's, that's perfect for her. Bill enters. Oh! <laughs> ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! My, my, I see! Oh, Russ runs over to Bill as Ben and Hillary grab Amber and start to talk to her while Russ talks to Bill privately. Not yet, Santa. You haven't visited all the children yet. What? What's wrong? I've got the Steinmans over here ruining everything. The next time will be the cue to enter. You mean you're annoying next-door neighbors? Yes, they are telling embarrassing stories. Oh, man, you can't write this stuff. Just go back out there. Soon, please. I'm being smelled by a homeless man. What? That homeless man keeps smelling my ex body spray. Deal with it. And he just sat on my lap and asked for a universal health care and fire truck for Christmas. So? And a woman just gave me a buck for the Salvation Army. See? You're making a profit. Now just wait a little while longer. No, it's so cold, and it's snowing pretty heavy. I can't tell if this, if this is the beard or just the snow in my face. Just a little longer. Okay, but just wait till I, till I propose. Payback, baby. Russ goes back to the table. 
Well, you know, I don't mind the incontinence, but it's the constipation that really irritates me. Amber looks to Russ as if to say, help me. Okay, well, let's get back to dinner and let you guys get back to your dinner, okay? Oh, we haven't even ordered. That's right. Oh, well, well, you can have some of our pizza. Great. We'll go back to our table. Great to see you. And you too, little Rusty. Jillian enters and runs to Russ. The chef only has the ingredients to make pizza if it has squid and snails on it. You know what? Have them do both and they can pick. Russ hands Jillian another bill and Jillian runs off. Now, Amber, I want to talk to you about something. Right. But I wanted to talk to you about something first. Oh, that's right. Go ahead. I'm all ears. Okay. Well, we've been together for two years and they have been amazing. And Russ's phone rings again. That was predictable. Hello? Mom, don't feed the squirrels. That's how you get all the scratches on your face. They may look cuddly, but they don't like to be touched. Yes, just think of them as Uncle Walter. And yes, the disc goes into the DVD player and not the TV itself. Okay, you're welcome. Bye, Mom. You don't have to answer the phone, you know. You can let it go to voicemail. I can't do that. It might be important. She might need me. I need you. I need you to be present with me and let your mom let you grow up. Amber. What I have to say is important. I know. It's just, I have something for you. Russ, I really want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you about something as well. I have the perfect gift for you. Russ, I... Gets up. Russ gets up as... I think we should break up. Everything comes to a halt as Bill enters. Ho, ho, Mary! Get out. Oh, shit! Russ charges at Bill and Bill exits in fear. Russ goes back to the table. What? I had to get your attention. You wouldn't have said it and you wouldn't have said that if you weren't serious. I am serious. I just wanted to say it gradually and not blurt it out, but I need you to focus. Amber. Look, here's the thing. This can't be about last Tuesday, uh, last Thursday. No, no. Last Thursday is over and done with. Because I swear, if I had known you were going to get hit in the chest with the puck at the Bruins game, I never would have gotten drunk like I did. I could have just gone with plan B. What was plan B? Garadelli's ice cream. I spent six hours of excruciating pain in the hospital, and we could have had just ice cream and some sex instead? Well, when you put it that way. Look, that's small potatoes to what we are talking about when I say I think we should break up. What do you mean when you say that? Russ. We have been together for two years, and it seems to be that two years together is too long a time for two people at our age not to be growing. Don't think we are growing? I am. You don't seem to be ready to. I am totally ready to grow with you. 
I have not been with someone as long as I have been with you. I love you. And if you let me give you this gift that I have, you would see. Phone rings. Oh, it's mom. He goes to answer it and Amber rips it out of his hands. This is what I'm talking about. You're 30 years old. Your mom can handle yourself without herself without you. You don't need to take care of her. What do you mean by that? You don't need to hang on her every word. You don't need to answer the phone when she calls every time. She may need me. She's been a mess ever since dad died. Russ, she is fine. She is a strong, capable woman, and all you have done is allow her to use you. She's not using me. Yes, she is. She is using you. She calls you every 30 minutes. She makes you take her to the drugstore and the grocery store when she can easily drive herself. She isn't insisting you move out. She is, in fact, insisting you stay with her. You could easily move out and become your own man. I am my own man. Russ, you are still a child. You have no ambition. You have no idea what you want to do with your life. You are still not sure of the answer when people ask you, as if you are still seven, what do you want to be when you grow up? You watch movies with your mom, play video games with your mom, and still work in a convenience store, making just barely over minimum wage while living with your mom. You have so much potential. I'm not saying these things to make you feel bad. I'm trying to give you the kick so you can do something with yourself. You should want more from life. I don't mean material things, I just mean more. I want more from life and I need to be with someone who wants more from life. I wanna be with someone who can grow with me and who isn't going to be looking at his phone to see if his mom called. I really hate to give you this ultimatum, but we have to grow together or not at all. I know. I know that I am extremely lucky to have you in the first place. I also know I've been a bum on recent. I do hate my job, and you know that because I complain all the time about it. I do hate my circumstances because I do want my own space that I can call my own. I realize that you are someone, a girl, a woman, who could have the world at your fingertips with any man of your choice, regardless of their social status. I don't want things. <laughs> I'm not a material girl. I don't want any man. I want you. I love you, but I need you to grow emotionally, not in a bank account, but in a relationship, in trust, in a future, in us. You can say all you want, but you have to show me. I know. And that's why I have this gift for you. I was going to show you that I want to grow with you. What do you mean? It was a surprise, but Bill is outside dressed as Santa Claus. Oh, that was Bill? That's such a surprise. In his Santa bag, 
along with other empty boxes. Other empty boxes? And to get into character, apparently, there is a box with an engagement ring in it. I was going to ask you to marry me tonight. You were? I know I can say all the words that I can think of in the right order, but that doesn't mean anything. It's the actions. I'm going to find a better job. In fact, I already went on an interview. You did? Last week. I bought a suit with a tie and not a clip-on one, but a real one from a department store. I combed my hair and shaved my goatee and went on a job interview. Not my passion job, but a real job that has a salary and benefits. They gave me an offer and I was thinking of accepting it. That's what I wanted to tell you about also. It's entry level, so I would start from the bottom and work my way up and make you so proud of me. I am going to think about moving out of my mom's place. Rome wasn't built in a day, but I wanted to discuss that with her and you at the same time tomorrow. When we go over there, I realize I wasn't growing and it would only be a matter of time before my fooling you ran out. And so I needed to take action. And I did. For me. Wow. I want to commit to you. I know I can be a bum without much ambition. Before you, I didn't really want more. I just accepted the status quo. Since I've met you, I've wanted to start to want more. I never felt this way about anyone before. And we are going to have a life together. I'm going to have to grow and change. So, what do you say? Will you marry me? Wow. I don't really know what to say. I can't express how happy I am about what you are saying and what you are doing. And it's all true? Every word and action of it. Then, no, I won't marry you yet. What? What do you mean? I have something for you. Wait, what? What do you mean? I have the perfect gift for you. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. What's going on? Give him the box, please, Bill. Bill reaches into his bag and takes out a different box from what we've already seen and hands it to Russ. What is this? Open it. Russ opens the box and finds a key in a box. It's a key. It's a key to my place. But I already have a key to your place. This one's in a box. Oh. I have wanted to ask you this for months, but now I was always worried you would substitute your mother for me instead of changing yourself into the man you should be. I didn't want to break up with you, but I was going to unless you took the necessary steps, and now you have. I love you so much, and I want to be with you. But frankly, I was afraid, but now not anymore. I want you to move in with me, please. What about the other box? Hang on to it. Keep it for later. When you ask the question again, You'll definitely like the answer. 
I'll move in with you. Good. They kiss as Bill looks around to see if anyone else feels this awkward. So, you had this whole thing planned? Yes, I did. And you planned it with Bill? He was very helpful. And you, you kept it a secret for this long? I'm a very good actor, sir. But how did I not know? Wait a minute, the box is in the bag. To get into character? That's why you had multiple boxes in your bag. Yep. Said to have more gifts on them. Oh, God. Well, okay. I am ready, and I'll tell you this. Phone goes off. Oh, it's Mom. I have to tell her. Russ goes to answer it as Amber looks sad at this relapse. Russ puts his phone away. I'll tell her tomorrow when we call her before to tell her when we are coming over. Russ goes over to Ben and Hillary. We are moving in together. <gasps> we are? No, Ben. He means her and him. Oh, well, mazel tov. That's wonderful. Uh, you kids got a wonderful thing ahead of you. That's how Hillary and I got together. Really? Well, actually, it was an arranged marriage, but all's well that ends well. My father got a tractor and two goats from her father. Jillian re-enters with two pizzas. All right. The chef did the best he could uh, with these. I hope you like them. Uh, they look... Wait, what, what's this fish doing here? Uh, they look wonderful. And these two crazy kids can join us. A long and happy life. You're engaged. No, they're moving in together. You chickened out of it? I tell you, of all the low down things, after all this work I put in for you, this is what all men do. I mean, if I had a nickel. I asked him to move in with me. There's plenty of time for marriage, but at least he's serious about me. Well. Amen to that, sister. That's all we can ever hope for. A toast, a toast to this Christmas and many more. They all cheer and drink. Ooh, that slice reminds me of the boils I had. Huh, getting those removed. Remember, Hillary, I was in such pain. It wasn't as bad as your foot fungus last year. Yeah, and you had that cold sore at the same time too. What a crazy random happenstance. This is what we have to look forward to, poop man. <laughs> Russ and Amber laugh. They look at each other with hope and promise as lights dim. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Christmas story. Playing Russ, Chris Rose. Hello. Amber, Anne-Marie King. Playing Bill, Andrew Quinney. Playing Jillian, Jan Schultz. And playing... Ben and Henry, Richie De Jesus, and Kathy Bedard. The Macron, I was the writer and director. Thank you, everyone, for coming and uh, uh, watching the show. Um, I'll let the cast have any shout outs that they want, but if they want. So, this is going to be the beginning of a couple of ones that are going to happen. So, anyone who uh, is friends with me or not friends with me, I posted on my. Not so, shut up. Shut up, Frank. Um, 
Um, the next one is going to be in July. It's uh, a play called Woods, which was done at Theater at First um, last, uh, last year, actually. So that'll be the next one coming up, I believe. Um, and uh, anyone, and just for another quick shout out, uh, Chris Rose and I are part of a podcast called uh, Mass Mouse Fans. If anyone's heard of it or need to find it, look it up. It's, it's, uh, we've got 15, I think 17 episodes on there. So uh, 17, 18 is being edited tonight. Okay. Uh, another one's going to be released. And also uh, our friend uh, uh, Peter Sofranis has a uh, ongoing TV show uh, in podcast form called Putting Two and Two Together. So if anyone wants to check that out, it's on Stitchers and uh, 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 any kind of any place you can find your podcast. Um, Cast, anyone got any shout outs or anything they want to do? No, thank you. Well, I just want to thank for everyone that they came to see us. Um, it was a lot of fun. Thanks, everyone. I have a one woman show that'll be performed someday after the pandemic, or I'll let everyone know. Mm. Thank you. All right, great. Uh, also, a great shout out to um, so this show was performed. Um, back in December at Theater, uh, Theater Company of Saugus. Um, so I don't believe I see anyone else from that cast in the, in the thing now, but we're recording this. So uh, a big thank you to Victoria who directed that production and Kathy was in it as well, along with John Workman, uh, uh, Rain Frank, uh, Kathy and Stephen Russo. And, uh, but thank you all so much. Um, I hope you all had a great time and I really wanna thank this wonderful cast for being a part of this and for helping me out and doing me, doing me pretty much a solid. So uh, love you guys. And um, thank, thank you. you Matt. Much. Thank, thank, thank you Matt. for coming. Thanks Matt. Bye. Hey Matt. Thank you all for coming. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Great job. Hey Matt, can I give one? Oh, never mind. When you're looking to plan your next Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation, we suggest you reach out to Danielle Elliott at Marvelous Mouse Travels. Danielle is a long, uh, lifelong Disney enthusiast, a former Walt Disney World cast member, and a graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge. When you book with her, your booking includes 100% free concierge level services, uh, some of which include customizing the perfect Disney vacation package for your, you and your family and your budget, uh, booking those difficult to secure fast passes and dining reservations, uh, providing tips and tricks to get out the most of your vacation and more. Uh, Danielle also monitors Disney promotions to help you save money for those uh, Disney trip veterans still be in control of all the details. Danielle will take care of all your needs so you can have all the fun and truly say akuna matata throughout your time at Disney. Contact her for your free quote at danielle.elliot at marvelousmousetravels, one word, dot com, or by messenger, messaging her on her Facebook page.